Get ready for a week-long celebration of music, community and fabulous fun with Joy Radiothon 2024. Joy has the largest collection of rainbow podcast content in the world and you can help keep us out loud and proud by donating during Joy Radiothon 2024. Just go to joy.org.au slash radiothon. Mark it in your calendars because Joy Radiothon returns June 1st to 7th. And remember, we all flourish with joy. Transgender Point of View is an Australian news and current affair panel talk show. Airing weekly and hosted by Joy 94.9. Transgender people come from every region around the world, racial and ethnic backgrounds and faith communities. Chances are that you've met a transgender person, even if you don't know it. But there are still many misconceptions about trans people. And as a transgender person, there are a lot of questions asked of us every day. What's this about using they as a pronoun? Isn't letting a trans person use my bathroom dangerous? Do I refer to you as he, she, it or they? So what's your real name? Are you a drag queen? What's the difference between sex and gender and why does it matter so much? Did you have the operation? What is stealth? How does someone know they are transgender? Really random questions. Are you sure you're not just super gay? You must be a transvestite. What bathroom do you use? Will I be able to have sex? What does cis mean? Good evening. You are listening to Transgender Point of View. Mama Mish here, joined by Anastasia. And yeah. So the, the conversations we have <laughs> off air before we come on, I swear I'm going to smack you sometimes. So so little mystics, those of us who know who we are and can see who we are, you can go to our, our Facebook page and all those things, trans, you know, trans POV on Joy and, and Instagram and everything. And so, you know, Mama Mish is not, you know, Mama Mish loves, loves a pork chop or two. <laughs> and, uh, you know, Anastasia, you know, she, she little Miss Rice Queen. Uh, so, <laughs> no, no, no. You was the wrong terminology. You just used then. Not what? rice queen, honey. <laughs> no, but the thing is, you're, you're complaining to me about, about, oh, I've got this little pooch, this little pooch. And here, you know, I basically have got, you know, I've got a six pack. No. I got a six pack, but the wrong way. And Mom, you know, like, I got a thigh gap now, and I didn't have one before I transitioned. <laughs> <laughs> I got this little pooch. <laughs> Like a I'm not used to seeing my body like this. You know, it's just so weird. Oh, it's so weird. I know. Like before, like you could see light, like shining through my gap. Yeah. Well, of course. And then now it's just like. Can someone yeah. at least message in and tell Anastasia she she she's she's you know uh, and then you know, looking at you now like uh, you know I'm I'm kind of looking at the rest of you here, you know like you kind of. Since I've seen you last, like all of a sudden I'm, I'm, I'm like, you know, wondering, you know, Girl. you know, this is what I'm getting. <laughs> I haven't seen you in ages, and all of a sudden you show up with like, you know, what's with the, with, with what's the, the, the cleavage going on there, huh? It's not cleavage, honey. It's just. <laughs> well, <laughs> they just stop being too, you know, Hershey's kisses, and uh huh. Yeah, they should be started to go are you, into are a different colour. Are, are you growing up? <laughs> huh? <laughs> <laughs> so she spent what? 20 minutes mastering this piece of audio, audio for yeah, me. Yeah, 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 it's totally you. You'll be a woman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I don't want to hear about, you, about you, your thigh gap and whatever. 
you know, all I'm hearing is, is oh, my boobies, my, my thigh gap, my whatever. You know? <laughs> you and your thigh gap. Damn. Tell you uh-huh. what. Well, yeah, we got a, we got a fun show ahead of you. It's so good to be back actually doing this show together. It's been a few weeks that we weren't doing it. And, and um, you know, I, I've actually missed our little, a little fun, a little bantering, you know. <laughs> you know, you're going to get that all show now. Um, but, but, but yeah, so what else is going on in your world of, of you know, other than your thigh gap and your pooch and your, and your my, growing boobies? You mean like my missing thigh gap? <laughs> your missing thigh gap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, um, so not much. I'm actually taking a break this weekend and um, I'm going to Dalesford. Oh, I thought you were going to say you're take a break and you're leaving the show for a bit. I'm going, no, you're not. I'll no, sure I can't. Drag, I'll make sure I drag you in here and, <laughs> and make um, sure you're here doing it. And then, um, oh my goodness, I just tried Starbucks, new flavor, Banoffee, a Frappuccino. Oh, Banoffee. So it's like banana and toffee together. Um, yeah, Frappuccino. How's that taste? I... I mean, I think I told you before, it tasted like acetone and I loved it. Acetone? Yes. Like nail polish remover? Yes. What is wrong with you? <laughs> Did you know that I always, I'm always drawn to like those sort of scents and smell? Oh, it tastes like like rubbing alcohol. It's amazing. <laughs> I just love the tingle on my tongue. Hey, it's alcohol, you know. <laughs> it's good in my book. Well, um, so the thing is like, you know, um, ripe banana, like uh-huh. the more ripe they are. Uh-huh. Um, so, uh, the, so they, the, the scent, um, the chemical compounds mm-hmm. would be ethylene uh-huh. and acetone, uh-huh. tiny hints of it. Mm-hmm. So that's why with all these like um, artificial banana flavor, you can, if you're, you can actually detect a bit of, um, of a likiness uh-huh. to acetone. I see. Yes. And I love it. So you like the taste of acetone. Yes, I do. Like, I actually, oh, I still remember, like, when I was younger, my mum would remove her nail polish and uh-huh. I would get closer to her and just, like, sniffed everything in, like, inhaled everything in. Oh, my God. Like, do you... Again, do you like, you, like, a corporate you like post? the smell of acetone? Yeah. Okay. And, and other scents, like leather remover, you all know what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> and my co-host is weird. Okay, right. We, if you, oh, give How you about you input. then? Me? One yeah. of my favorite smells. I mean, this weekend. And, and yes, of course, like your oh, favorite my, look, smell. If I'm thinking like favorite smells, I'm thinking like this morning, like I went and had, um, you know, a cup of black coffee and I was cracking open uh, an orange and love that smell of mix of two and, you know, a little bit of like, you know, Sultana brand. Like that's, you know, a really lovely morning smell for me. Mm. Not acetone. All right. I'm <laughs> vanilla, honey. <laughs> yes. Mish is a vanilla one. <laughs> I'm so, I'm so vanilla. No, I'm dark chocolate. Honey. So no, what I'm, are you I'm doing chocolate. this weekend? What am I, this, I am shutting off. You know, I love y'all, but I'm getting away. Like I'm, going to, I'm going to a friend's house. I'm going to do like nothing and actually sit down near the ocean and, and just kind of be a little quiet and maybe watch the football. Would it be cold though? No, I'm going to sit in my friend's house. I'm not going to sit on the damn beach. All right. <laughs> I'm, you know, I'm crazy. I'm not that crazy. So, no, I just... Um, uh, yeah, just be nice to kind of shut off for the weekend, I think. Mm. But today's show, look, we're going to be talking a few about, we're talking about ancient civilizations. We were actually looking up some stuff with trans, trying to find some new content and some ideas. And ancient expressions in tra- ancient times with transgender history. We're looking at, um, yeah, just something a little different, you know, because 
I think there's some talks about, you know, the news lately about how trans people, you know, oh, it's such a new idea or it's, it's not been around that long, but it's been around a lot longer than we realize. Yeah, so according to what we've read, um, it's dated back as far as um, over 3,000 years. Wow. Yeah, exactly. So I'm looking forward to actually chatting a bit about that. And Michelle, yes, dear. in front of me, I have Star Observer latest issue. Mm-hmm. Don't pray on us. Are you, are you going to show me? Are you going to show me another photo of you in, in the magazine? No, no, no. But um, this actually um, sort of got me thinking. Yeah. So you grew up with the Bible Belt. Yeah. Was there any Midwest trans experience or transgender expression depicted in your Bible? Mm, no. Really? No. So they talked about a virgin birth. Mm-hmm. Conceived by a ghost and a human, <laughs> and somehow water turned into wine, and then they just don't look, talk about so, us. somehow. You know, tell you what, if that actually happened, a lot of people would be loving that. Um, um, now, look, the, 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 you know, we never really—it was a topic that never discussed. The only thing we ever discussed was, you know, about the idea of, of you know, being gay, uh, and that was it. There was no ever discussion beyond any of the LRG, and you know, I mean. Bi existed, trans existed, everything, but there was no conversation further around it, um, which is why it was so hard to come out at that time. Because, you know, when you saw it, it was always something that was a Jerry Springer, or always something that was, um, you know, quite a negative. Um, or Buffalo Bill from you know mm. Silence of the Lambs. Yeah, well, that's just it. You know, mm. you, you didn't you didn't consider that or think that. And so, you know, back when I was growing up in, in the eighties and nineties, when you thought about, you know, trans, the only thing you thought about was. Oh well, you know, gay man drag, and that's it. Like that's why I struggled so well with coming out because I was still attracted to women. Mm. But then, like when you look back during that sort of era, like that sort of period, we had like what Bowie, we had Queen. Well, yeah, you look at things like the eighties, you know, the eighties and nineties with like bands and and all these celebrities and the expressions that they had. How, you know, they were they, they were so queer. Exactly. Like, you know, and, and like so bold as well. Yeah, but then when then, you know, but now here we're walking around in just everyday professional attire. Yeah, with like, how she kisses. With your jubblies <laughs> hanging out. That's that's lovely. I mean, I taught you better than that. <laughs> really? What team is to speak to you like my thirteen year old? Would I wear that Anastasia? No, Mama Mish. See, I would wear these. Yeah, but I you, love you my body. Are <laughs> I know you love your body. You know, I'm proud everyone of my is, Everyone has seen your body, and everyone's proud of your body. <laughs> <laughs> my thigh gap. Um, yeah, but then it's, what really um, fascinated me during this research for tonight's show mm-hmm. is that um, Roman ancient like scriptures and all that um, actually depicted um, trans um, experience mm-hmm. or transgender expression. Well, in this one article we looked at was Ancient Civilization in Iran, which, which they said that they recognized transgender people 3,000 years ago, which the study suggested. And the analysis of, it was basically the analysis of um, the funerary artifacts mm-hmm. uh, in the Iron Age burials at, uh, in Iran uh, indicated that there were three different sets of offerings from males, females, and a third gender. So they mm. recognized this stuff way back when. And the thing is, we even talk about things like sex, for example, and and... Um, like I was watching a, a documentary on sex and talking about different cultures and whatever. And there's Is that porn? No, not porn, but we're just talking about just how society in, engaged with sex in general, whether right. it's straight sex, you know, gay sex, everything. <coughs> and there's talks of transgender as well within that. Mm. And 
when you look at like all these ancient scripture books that they have sitting there that are legitimate books that are thousands of years old, they can't even bring them out and show them to people because they'll look at it as blasphemy, even though it is written by these same people who wrote these other books. Yeah. So only certain books are are seen as as gospel or, or scripture or you know the actual ones. But if you show any of the others, which depicted same-sex couples or anything with transgender, it's immediately just you can't show it. You see, but then <laughs> what really gets me laughing all like every single time. Mm. Is that like people question gay sex, and I'm like, isn't that just sodomy? <laughs> yeah, well, and like straight people do have that. This part of the well, straight people do the same have the same experience. sex as well. Exactly. Like, yeah, but I, I also say you know, to a lot, but when it comes to a lot of heterosexual couples, that you know, a lot of men don't even give time, time and attention to the women in the room anyway. So I feel sorry for a lot of the women, <laughs> you know, because people are like, oh, so how do you two women have sex? And clearly, you know, if you can't figure that out, buddy, then you're doing your stuff wrong too. But yeah. when you look at what's going on, like say as of 2018, um, you know, where we at now? You know, you're looking at, like, say, the Trump administration. You know, they're busy trying to strip trans people of um, their official status. Um, you know, the, the, they're trying to erase something that's pretty much been there for thousands of years. And here we have this ancient civilization in Persia that embraced this diversity um, by, you know, recognizing the existence of this third agenda. Mm. And, again, 3,000 years ago, mm. which is before... Yeah. You know, before your your God, before my God. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, kidding. Listen to you. You're like, before your God. <laughs> no, but then so honestly, whenever we talk about this issue or this uh, or I discuss about these at my dinner table with my mm-hmm. friends, I get worked up because in my culture, mm-hmm. ancient Vietnamese culture, and quite similar to other Southeast Asian ones. Trans people, especially trans women or cross-dressers or those who were born, say, in a in the male body, but, you know, expressed in a more feminine way, mm-hmm. we were considered um, the medium between the two worlds. We were, be, we were considered as, like, the bringer um, of, like, you know, um, yeah, of bringing the two realms together. Mm-hmm. And things changed, you know, when mm-hmm. colonies came over. <laughs> Listen to you, you colonists. No, the <laughs> what am I gonna do with you? Uh, no, no, you're right. You're right. You're right. And and you know, and, and you know, religion is a heavy topic to even even think about. You know, when it comes to you know all of this. But but you know, look at how much things have changed over the years. You know, mm. there's you know they recognize the spectrum and everything. You know, uh, even trans people were more of a, more of a religious figure mm. within within the wider community but you know now it's totally different yeah and um oh another well actually speaking of trumps and transgender tr- treatment all that so the u.s supreme court has sort of um um like granted oh. transgender tr- troop um the right to sue trump and the pentagon yeah what they're doing right now is there's actually a case coming up in october is they're going to go before the Supreme Court and um, make the decision if um, you know sex discrimination acts that they have there uh, include transgender uh, individuals. Mm. So they're trying to say they're trying to say currently that 
uh, an employer has full rights to dismiss you if you're gay or lesbian, no, gay, lesbian, or transgender. Mm. And they're trying to, they're, the Trump administration is pushing to have transgender identities uh, included in, like, as that whole, you have the right to dismiss because it's not recognized as a protection right. Mm. What I'm questioning is, like, how do you know whether a person is gay or lesbian? Mm. How? Well, <laughs> if it's if it's outed, if the person is outed. So, you know, mm. like now it's really hard as there are certain states that if you actually, you know, oh, I got married to my partner. Oh, sorry, that's not a culture fit within the organization. You need to leave. Oh. Yeah. Um, look, speaking of, you know, like things like with their genders and, and you know, Asia Pacific cultures, you know, zipping over the news over, say, to Hawaii, for example. Mm. You know, in Hawaiian culture, the word uh, uh, mahu is the, you know, historical... Uh, a third gender designation is now used as a sort of slang for transgender in, in Hawaiians, or with Hawaiians. And um, there's a new uh, story of a transgender student athlete who reportedly is finding acceptance from her high school uh, and, and, and teammates and stuff okay, but she's like getting obstacles because they're afraid that her on the volleyball team will actually um, give high levels of risk towards the other um, students playing uh volleyball mm. and so you know it, it's it's interesting all the different cultures that the names that, that we all have for you know what it is to be transgender and like um polynesian i think um there's like fafafine mm -hmm. and um you know even like the katongan culture um mm -hmm. maybe like three just like before like 200 years ago like they still mm -hmm. acknowledged the third gender or like you know anything outside of the binary mm. and then only until you know God came. <laughs> so God came. Well, there's always different gods along the way that they had, but, you know, every different culture had different, that's own example of what it is, you know, with religion. But, um, uh, but you know, talking about the different things that were actually uh, put in there, you know, some, like, say, for example, certain clusters of artifacts that were left with these, these one bodies, um, you know, things like needles, uh, garment pins, jewelry, um, you know, and these are things that were basically with, with bodies that, ident that were identifiably as, as female. Mm. Um, another cluster of things like metal, vessels, weapons, armor was usually with the male skeletons, but um, there was around 20% of the burials in this particular area found a third cluster of co-occupying co objects. So some usually unusually uh, combinations of things like um, that would combinate from both sexes were with the one. So, for example, one male tomb in this cluster included like an arrowhead, mm -hmm. um, which, which is considered, you know, usually a masculine artifact, and a garment pin, which is, um, you know, just about the most like fem feminine item there possibly is. And they were like together with this third gender, like they were together in this space. Uh, another one had, say, a blade and a metal drinking cup and also a garment pin and needle. And so it appears the deceased actually performed masculine ritual activities, but also wore feminine dress. So, you know, the, but the person's biological sex was, you know, unknown. Um, so that's just, so this is the thing. Like, so, so with this third gender, they could see that there was that mixture of mm. two. So, you know, for like with you. <laughs> yes. I can see it now. They find the artifact of you sitting there. It'd be, um, what do you think they'd be fine? What do you think they'd find? Like, like masculine and feminine um like a, like my dildo looking hair curler <laughs> your dildo looking hair curler that's lovely okay? you've seen that though yeah, right? I, yeah. I have, yes that looks very yeah it's very 
Yeah. <laughs> I love the clamp on that particular device. Oh, you're hilarious. <laughs> no, I, uh, like, like uh, what would you? Like, what else? What would we like? You know, two things. I mean, something masculine and something feminine that, that they would find if they found your remains later. If, if you were buried with, like, one masculine... My heels? Feminine, your heels. I mean, and you think about it. Like, you know... Um, Heels were worn by, you know, aristocratic men yeah. in France and all that, right? Yeah. So, But if they were doing a study of us, like, you know, 3,000 years from now, and, th- and they were doing an art, you know, archaeological dig and they found your body with objects, what would you, what would you have? What would, they, what would they find and go, this thing was ultra-feminine fe- ultra and ultra-masculine? Jesus, so ultra-feminine. Honestly, just my heels. <laughs> my collection yeah, you of and heels. Your, you and your heels. You, you Jimmy choose. My ultra Feminine would be my pajama, my tracksuits. Ultra feminine. I mean, masculine, sorry. Tracksuits. Yes. And Crocs. I have a pair of Crocs, which you've seen. Oh, yes. I've seen your Crocs. I've seen your so, Crocs. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. I've seen your Crocs. Um, yeah, you'd be definitely your Jimmy Choo's, I think, would be the ones. That they, is it Louboutins or is it Jimmy Choo's? So I got those Jimmy Choo's off, you know, um, yeah. some up shops and yeah, it's a Jimmy Choo's. Okay. Don't, don't ever waste your money on Louboutin because they are so painful to walk in. <laughs> Honey, I get, I get horse feet and I just can't, I just, it's not happening. Like, well, no, the thing is, you know, there's another thing missing. Fashion industry can always, if they plan to capitalize on mm. our identity, they should start making shoes for us. Well, yeah, true. Well, I went actually looking for a new pair of shoes the other day, and I went and was looking everywhere, like, online. And you know what's funny? The only thing I could find in my size was, like, was, like clear heels. Huh. So if anybody out there knows how actually where I can find some, like, shoes in, in size, you know, 12 and a half, 13, please, please, please hook my mom up some new shoes. And maybe, maybe, you know, it's just one day that you're going to make toe hair fashionable. Toe hair. Do you have hair on your toes? No, I don't have toe hair. I do have toe I hair. I waxed it off. You, <laughs> I waxed it off. Do you have toe hair? Well, yes. Still? Like thin ones. Yeah, but then, yeah, I still have toe hair. I'm a human being. Come on. <laughs> you see, you like combing it. <laughs> I count them like three strands of toe hair. It's like with you when you when you grow in whiskers, you only have like three. No, I don't. No, I have more than that. Four. <laughs> it's just concealer and concealer. And you know what? Just then, I came up with a great idea and if you plan to somebody please make this happen what if we have a tv series or a movie right having transgender cast playing reimagined ancient gods from different pantheons i think i think they already have that really a TV ha- show called that? american gods well not no no, trans, no these different but- like trans ones and then we navigate through the daily mess, especially the current political mess we have, we yeah, are in yeah, right now. Yeah, because yeah, now the, the trans version of uh, Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure, you know, <laughs> <laughs> you would be in a phone booth and hunting down all these. But I think it would be fun, and and to think of it, like, shouldn't Eve be like the first trans woman from the Bible? Oh, really? You could play Eve. I mean, she came from Adam's rib, so I don't know if I'd play Eve. You could play Eve, and I could play like. A Southeast Asian eating, medium <laughs> eating the snake, <laughs> not eating the snake, but maybe eating the snails. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I see it. Yeah, that would be fun. <laughs> that would be funny. Know? That would be fun. I guess he's putting together a short film soon. This is going to be interesting. So, what's it yeah. called? Be afraid. <laughs> yeah. So, if you can think of a good name for it, please let let us know. 
you know? Okay. So, so yeah, so this is interesting. So they're finding these clusters of different um, uh, multi-gendered objects with these third gender uh, bodies. Um, so that's, you know, that's a... I'm trying to think as well what mine would be. So yours is track pants and <laughs> your... your My heels. Your heels. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. What would mine be? Uh, probably like makeup brushes and then like say a hockey jersey. Because mm. I wear hockey jerseys all the time. That's my, yeah, I still just wear it casual on the weekends. So like when I go to see my friend this weekend, I'm probably wearing a hockey jersey. Mm. You know? so, so you think um, brushes are actually ultra feminine? My makeup brushes. Oh, your makeup brushes. Yeah. Okay. No? No, no, it's just that because I, I hardly your, your use... Your culture, according to your gods, is that masculine? <laughs> <laughs> because like for me, I don't use brushes. I use my fingers mostly. Well, that explains a lot. Look at the shade. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, yeah, I, I, See, I use fingers is, mostly. This is, this is, this is, use your fingers a lot, do you? Yeah. yeah so this, is, this, is, this is all brushes. I use fingers for most things in my life. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Next along. <laughs> so, so, anyway, back to you know, ancient trans times. Ancient times. So, we were doing... There was nothing around... Um, uh, I think it was like expressions in ancient times. So that really <coughs> highlights, especially in that, that they're talking about with the um, the mixture of masculine and feminine within that third gender. Mm-hmm. It was interesting we got this topic actually at, on the train right in this morning with some friends. We were talking about religion and trans and all this other stuff. And I was like, this is not something I expect to have on the way to work. Wow, that's quite a heavy, that w- must have been a heavy morning for you. Yeah, it was It was an interesting morning. <laughs> Did she get any numbers? No, no, no. It's a bunch of a bunch of ladies that I just yeah. How did the conversation start? Oh, uh, we were talking about like somebody was asking me about Trump because I'm American, and and then all of a sudden there was the conversation around. Like most Americans don't care about Trump. No, nah, no, nah, we always we're always on 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 social media complaining about him. So yeah. Hmm. Mm. What else did mm. you guys talk about? It was mostly they're asking me about the trans stuff and how it's affecting. So yeah, it was just a real strange thing. Wow. Yeah. And they had no issues with your presence or? No, no, not well, they're ladies I catch up with all the time anyway. Oh, that's great. So that's amazing. I'm, I'm completely out and open and everything when I'm out, I'm out on, you know. And just for you guys to remember, she lives in out west, Melton. Yeah. Well, don't tell you guys. No, we get stalkers. No. I, no, my thing is, is, um, um, I'm, I'm, I don't pass. You know, I, I, I'm completely out. And so everyone knows exactly. What is pass though? Honestly. Well, nothing. Most people expect passing and, and whatever, but people, I stand out like dog's balls. Like I don't, there's no way you can't miss we me. We both stand out. Honey, I'm so six yeah, foot three. Like you kind of, <laughs> you stand out because you, you're, you're only like a five foot, what, seven? Five, nine. Five, oh, five, nine Asian with a pooch and a, and a thigh gap. <laughs> Not, no longer a thigh gap. I told you the gap disappeared. C-C-H-R-T. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm not used to seeing no lights coming out of it. Where's my phone? <laughs> oh my god! So yeah, um, it's um, and also like um, oh, I was going to ask you something with the Bible. Don't you think Eve was the first trans woman ever? How could she? Uh, how was she the first trans woman ever? Well, if if she was made of you know Adam's mm-hmm. bones, shouldn't be she's like. Um, you know, genetically male. Okay. Right? I don't know about that. 
Because technically she's going to be a clone of Adam and she's just a female. Okay, so basically you're saying that Adam and Eve, who's, a ch- who's now a trans woman, gave birth. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's the Bible. I mean, you know, like God turns water into wine. So, or like this guy split the ocean in half. <laughs> How okay? So you know, all of a sudden, my mind is going to like <laughs> splitting in half, <laughs> and I'm going no. But you, every time you keep touching your top, you keep like sticking your hand in your top, like Al Al Bundy with just with your boobs. <laughs> You'll get there. It, they're, they're growing. It's okay. I know they will get there. <laughs> I mean, you know. I mean, in time, you know. It, 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 you, you, you'll, you'll feel there, you know? I mean, uh, yeah, apart from, you know, contemplating about life and questioning the universe, I also question about the size of these. When they are fully Before language, before culture, before all these artificial borders, right? You find everybody. As you put them, the hairy humans. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, did the hairy humans... Um, have a concept of gender or like binary gender probably not or was you know consummation was just part of well 3,000 years ago according to in you know in ancient Persia mm. then or what's now known as Iran you know if they didn't have an understanding and they recognized that they're a gender well then obviously can you imagine what it would have been then uh, I mean how about before that though before that well what we're looking at here what 1503 BC you're looking at you know, Egyptian queen Hashaput. Hashaput. Yep. Ascends to the throne and dons male clothing and a false beard, signifying her intention to rule as a pharaoh. Right. So clearly, you know, we way back when. Well, yes, 1500 BC. And then 6080, mm-hmm. we had this emperor who had a young slave boy. And they castrated him and then took him as wife in a legal ceremony. <laughs> the look in your face alone. Um, but the, the, that's another thing because recently there's this article published and questioning whether we should have another label, another mm-hmm. acronym added to LGBTIQAA+. Mm-hmm. For people who have attractions with trans people, and for me, no, I'm not. I, I don't agree with another another. Li- another exactly, and then for no. me, this emperor w- was an example of fetish, of fetishization, you know, of trans body. Look, I fully recognize that anybody maybe have an attraction <coughs> to trans people, and that's totally fine. But I, we don't need another letter to the exactly and alphabet. For me, it's just it's just so sad. Like, I mean, attraction is attraction, and a lot of people I know who have attraction for trans female in particular, they also have attraction towards cisgender female, mm-hmm. not just trans. So clearly they, they are really attracted to just the, you know, I the actually, feminine gender. I actually had this conversation with somebody oh. and uh, he was having, a, you know, he and I were having a coffee and a, and a one-on-one. He's a, a, a man who you, he's been in a relationship with a woman, uh-huh. a, a cis woman, and he has an attraction to trans women. I said, would you have the attraction if they didn't have, say, Say male genitalia, uh-huh. right? And he goes, "Good question." He goes, "Probably wouldn't be attracted if they didn't have that." Huh. And I go, "Interesting." So you're actually attracted to trans women because they have 
because they're feminine and they have that. And he goes, yeah, that's the attraction. Ah, uh, but then don't you think that's borderline? Well, obviously, it's probably on the bi, in the bi, in the bi yeah. spectrum or pansexual, yeah. maybe. Yeah. But it was interesting. It was just, you know, an interesting sort of conversation that I had. And I thought, yeah, but but I don't think that includes, and it just stays in like the pan bi thing. I don't think that should be another yeah, it, I, it's, sexual it's just, identity. And we start like, you know, by sort of labeling that particular person who mm-hmm. has attractions towards a trans person, mm-hmm. you are somehow not seeing the trans person as the gender they identify as. No, as you're well. just seeing as a person. Exactly. It's just, yeah, it's it's mind-boggling, really. <laughs> so, yes. <laughs> no, and look, and there's, there's so much to this. Like, there's so much you could you could break down in this and that, that we don't realize. You know, like through the years, through the, through the, the, the millennia, you know, things like, you know, was it Emperor or a Roman Emperor, you know, I can't even pronounce half these names. Elagabalus? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Becomes known for wearing makeup, having eccentric habits and numerous bisexual escapades. And he reportedly um, offers a reward to any doctor who can give him female genitalia. He was assassinated and replaced by his cousin when he was just 18 years old. The, the miracle of, you know, p- uh, pathology. <laughs> Modern science. And the thing is, you know, and what really, f- uh, the thing is, you know, okay, so you had the ancient Egyptian queen mm-hmm. got to rule as a pharaoh. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, so she was respected because she was sort of expressing a more masculine um, outlook, right? Yeah. Whereas like this emperor sort of, you know, transcended from a male to female position and he got murdered and assassinated. So clearly, clearly like misogyny existed Uh way back. Look, I think they were just jealous of of their makeup. (laughs) (laughs) You're right, Ken? No. (laughs) (laughs) No, honestly, but then again, like, you know, female, I mean, male to female, Transitioning has always been stigmatized throughout history. If you think about it, where even in my culture and in other cultures as well, like those who identify as male and born in a female body, they are still re- more respected in my own sort of culture mm-hmm. versus ones transitioning from male to female. Mm. Well, here we go. Here's one. Um, Charlotte Clark in 1755, the first openly lesbian and transgender person in modern times, publishes an autobiography. She is a flamboyant cross-dressing actress who writes about her relationship with her wife, Mrs. Brown. Oh my goodness. It's talking of roll by <laughs> <laughs> And Anastasia's world, this is called pegging. No, no just... <laughs> No, just <laughs> no. It, it's no. It's interesting. It's interesting to go back and see all of these things and how you know that these things have been around for so much longer than we realize. But you know, now it's such a trivial, you know, issue because there's so much more religion involved in it. I feel like more. It's more like a political statement mm-hmm. for politicians as well. And yeah, it's what? very unfortunate. What? Oh, to to talk against it. Uh, to talk against us, like our bodies yep. has been sort of, you know, um, taken advantage of by di- by, yeah, by different people in, in power. I agree. And, um, I agree. yeah, it's, I agree. Uh, it's quite unfortunate that um, 
the world has come to this end. I agree. Looking like the end of the show. That's it. That's all for us. Well, this weekend, so we did Dalesford and we have a challenge with my friends. What's the challenge? Um, so we have a bunch of $30 each person and we would go to the supermarket, find whatever we can cook it with. And then, yeah, see who would have the best tasting dish. Oh, that's interesting. Well, uh, I'm looking at maybe just going down to sit by the ocean, drink a few beers, watch a football, and that's it. Oh, right. Well, it sounds like a good weekend for you then. <laughs> You're like, that's not my sort I of thing. I was rolling my eyes, people. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, you've been listening to Transgender Point of View. Mama Mish, Anastasia, if you want to follow along to us, get us on uh, uh, Facebook, uh, TransPOV on Joy 94.9. Uh, also um, on Instagram, uh, TransPOV. Uh, if you, during the week, you have any ideas or thoughts that you want to go reach out to us and say, hey, guys, we'd love to hear you cover this for us, please let us know and we will um, add it to a list of things to, for topics to talk about. You have a good evening. See you next week. See ya. Thanks for listening to a Joycast from Joy 94.9. This podcast was produced by Joy Media. You can support Joy's diverse sound and diverse community this June by donating to Joy Radiothon 2024. Go to joy.org.au slash radiothon. And remember, we all flourish with joy. 